Hi, I'm Cynthia, the spontaneous F-bomb-dropping Virgo who likes to sort socks. And I'm Michelle, the highly inquisitive, science-loving hypnotherapist who reads and walks a whole lot. You're You're listening listening to It's All Connected. We decided to start this podcast because we are wildly curious and we want to talk about how events are connected, like spirit, business, love, and relationships, especially if the cause isn't obvious. We're also going to be talking about self-expansion and life's true purpose, because it's our belief that there are invisible cosmic forces tying things together, often in unexpected and wonderful ways. We want to learn how people think about connections, making space for serendipity, the unknown, and magic. Nerd out with us and have fun along the way. Follow us and expand your sense of what's possible. Because it's all connected! Welcome! You are listening to It's All Connected with Cynthia Varkavisser and me, Michelle Walters. We are taking a step in a new direction today, and Cynthia and I are going to talk about what are the similarities and differences between doing a reading with her and a session with me. We consider both of ourselves healers, But the way that our services come about is not the same. And we thought it would be really helpful for people who listen to us and who care to think about this a little differently, kind of understand what is similar and different. And um, in that way, have a better sense of kind of what it would be like to work with either one of us. So Cynthia, I'm so excited. We get to have this versus today. I'm, I'm super excited too. And I'm laughing because as you're doing that, I'm like... Michelle, you're so sweet. I was like, hypnosis versus readings, mega fight. <laughs> ding, yeah, ding. I, I know. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Cynthia's ready for the, the knockout. I'm not really a knockout kind of person. <laughs> Absolutely not. Let's get ready to rumble. I know. I'm the I'm that crazy person that way with the with the things. So I am super excited to talk about this because you and I talk on the daily, pretty much. And we talk about our work and you've come to me for readings. I have come to you and have um, done hypnosis and I really respect your work. And we do so many similar things and yet it's just so different. So let's get down to it. Let's get down to it. Okay. So Let's talk about some of the differences in when clients come to see you versus when clients come to see me. One of the things I know from doing readings with you is that I can walk in, have a great reading, be told something I'm supposed to do and walk away and one visit and I'm a big step forward and that's kind of it. But when people come to see me, they're usually here several times. Um, in hypnosis, the work is just takes, takes more than one visit to solve most problems. Well, I, I agree with that. What I do see is that when people come to me for a reading and they do come from, if they come for the one-off, there are some people who come once a year for their birthdays and things like that. But those who really want to do work like they do with you with hypnosis they don't come on a regular basis. They actually come um, at a, in a way that works for them. So I may see them in a week, I may see them in a month, I may see them in three months, and I may get a call from them, which I'm actually curious about you. I may get a call from, from them go, 
holy fuck, I'm having a problem. I'm doing all the things I was supposed to do. And this is what's happening. Does that happen with you in the hypnosis as well? Well, my practice is much newer than your practice. And I would say that that has not happened that much. On the other hand, I haven't been in business very long. So it could be that just more time needs to pass before those things come along. For the most part, my clients come to my office with a pretty clear objective. Right. They want to lose 30 pounds. They want to get over driving anxiety. They want to stop being afraid of heights. Whatever is, the, they want to get back to work. Right. Um, whatever their particular goal is, they are very conscious and aware of that goal. And I talk to them and get a sense of kind of who they are and how big this problem is and how long it's been going on. And then we can kind of figure out how long something's going to take. But with few exceptions, multiple visits are required. Gotcha. Gotcha. It, it makes sense to me because what you're doing is that you're, you're laying a foundation, right? And the way that I look at it with my clients is that they will come. And first of all, the things that they come for are subjective and things that they don't feel are in their control. Now, when I say that, what I mean is it usually deals with another person or their work, something that they don't feel like they have control over. And, um, and the trick is to have them realize that they have a responsibility in it too, and that they have the power to change it with their, uh, with their intuition with their spiritual practice and with some small practical tips. And then they get to decide, right? Um, so I don't have people come and say that I have a fear of, of heights or a fear of the dark, unless it comes with this tie-in of, I feel like this is a past life experience, right? So this is actually a thing where you and I have a crossover because you get past life experience stuff too. Yes, but not all the time. Right. Um, past life experience comes up for some people, but for a lot of people, it doesn't come up. For a lot of people, when I'm helping them look back on what triggered them to have this broken thought pattern that they're trying to get rid of, many times it is a subconscious memory from younger times in their life right it could be young adulthood it could be teenager it could be childhood but for the most part most of my clients stay within this lifetime right not not 100% but most of them stay within this lifetime and and i think that that's largely based upon probably partly based on sort of who comes to see me right. um but it's, I guess I'd say most common for people to relate their issues today to something that feels like it fits within this lifetime. Um, I suspect that you have clients who do have stuff that's attached to previous lifetimes or inexplicable occasions. I do, but I'll make a confession right here. There are times when people ask if it's a past life experience because they don't want to take responsibility for it in this lifetime. Oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah. So what happens is that there may be a thin thread that is a carry through mm -hmm. and, and it has been made bigger in this lifetime. 
So yes, the truth is it does come from a past life. Um, but there's so much that can be done in this lifetime that we really don't have to look in past lives in order for that to happen. So now I'm not going to say that it's always that they're always selling out because there are huge things, but there are times when you can just feel their energy. They're like, ah, is that a past life? And I'm like, dude, come on, let's take a look. Let's take a look at what you just did last week. <laughs> Point well made. Well made. I think one of the things that is similar between what we do is that both of us help our clients, but it's the clients who need to be willing to do some work. That is the truth. That is the truth. The people who want to come just for readings, what I find is that uh, for them, it's a little bit more like entertainment. And I don't mind being entertaining. I mean, I can do that. Um, but the people who who come asking questions on how to shift up their perspective or, you know, change up their life, those are the people who are really interesting and come back for more, you know. Uh, the thing that is interesting to me, though, is how we get these people who are willing to take charge of their life, how we get them to get their information, right? Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. do this lovely walk with them and you hold them and ask them questions. And here's the thing I love. The only time I ever ask questions when I poke at them. I mean, you know that. You know how I like to poke at people, which I heard is in my chart. So just so you know, <laughs> I do that because it's the Scorpio in me that does the uncovering and digging. However, you ask questions which leads, which lets them fill up um, with their energy and their, their memories so that they have a lot of um, ownership exactly. in, their, in, their, in their, I won't call it recovery, but in their shift, right? Absolutely. My process is to help my clients look within themselves to find the memories, the clues, the feelings, the connections, whatever it is that has gotten things off balance in order to help find a new and better balance. But it's very much of a me guiding my clients to experience that eye-opening, that recognition of something. Whereas your process is very different. It's true. It's true. What I like to do is I like to confirm what people know deep inside of themselves or maybe not so deep, but it's definitely inside of themselves. And then once I affirm it, then we can have a conversation. And it's usually something that, that people are not willing to have a candid conversation with, with just anybody, right? Um, I think that's the main difference between a therapist and myself is that the establishment of trust gets to be a little bit faster because I, I say something that really touches. Now, it's not, I'm not saying that therapy is wrong. I think therapy is amazing and that this is all complementary, right? Hypnotherapy, therapy, readings, it's, it's, all, it's all that. But what I do is by, by affirming that we can have a conversation and then we can go ahead and do some discovery. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I love when we had a previous conversation is that you help your client have memories. And then and so they get to experience. And what I do is that I kind of share the experience so that I actually see a past 
memory or a past experience that happens that someone may have forgotten and then we can have a conversation about it. So that's a little bit, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine's a, I, I won't call it an extraction, but similar. No, but you are, you are connecting to and reading from your guides or your higher spirit or wherever that comes from to bring up often sensitive topics for people. And sometimes I think those people arrive for a reading knowing what that's, that's, that's what they're there to talk about. And sometimes they arrive not really feeling sure, just feeling like there's something wrong. Right. Um, And so I think that's one difference in, in our clients. My clients walk in the door with a, with a, they may not know why they have a problem, but they know what the problem is. (laughs) That's true. And the other thing that I like about your clients is that they may have more than one thing, but it's a onesie at a timesy thing, right? So you focus on one thing, work that out, and then you work the next layer. The thing that happens with readings that there's a piercing. So it's a little bit more, I won't say it's messy, but it's, it, 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 it encompasses more things than, than it does with hypnotherapy. Hypnotherapy, what I love about it is that it's very specific in that you're working this one thing and you're successful, right? That you're working yeah. for the success yeah. of, of that one thing. Yeah. It's more, it's more linear or serial or whatever you want to call it. I think that re- the process of readings can be a little bit like a waterfall. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, like, wait, there's all of these things. You've got the relationship over here. You've got your job situation over there. You've got your kid situation over there. And they're kind of all going on at the same time. Right. And um, whereas in my process, we're much more focused on one thing at a time. And, you know, I do have some clients who show up and they're like, just fix me. <laughs> just fix me. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, what do you mean? Well, I got health problems. I got relationship problems. I'm retiring. I don't know what to do about my job problems. Well, I will work with them in hypnosis to identify those different segments of things and then work on things segment by segment as opposed to, as opposed to trying to deal with it all at one time. And that that's not to say that we won't kind of get through various segments and then have a, have a look back and see how, you know, see how they're united. But in my experience, working with the subconscious is it doesn't like trying to do too many things at one time. Right. Your, your subconscious is already doing a lot of things at one time, right? Right. Because your subconscious, even if you're not working in hypnosis, your subconscious has got to keep that heart beating. It's got to keep you breathing. breathing. It's got to make your hair grow. It's got, it's got already a lot of things to do without trying to rewrite anything and lose your weight or change your habits or whatever. And so it seems to work better to, to cue things up. Right. As opposed to try and deal with things kind of all at once. I think there's a certain beauty in, in your process of looking at, well, Hey, the reason why you're having a problem in this relationship is because you have this problem in several of your relationships. Right. right? right. Um, and, um, so they're a little bit different. Right. Bit I think it's just, that way. it's just the process because, um, when you find that there is a pattern, which is a thing that I love is taking a look at patterns is you see the through line 
And, um, and so that is the one thing. The one thing tends to be much more emotional than it is um, objective. So it could be, you know, someone who has a hard time speaking up for themselves or, you know, they have a hard time listening to their intuition, which always steers them right. Or, you know, just one of those things. And so we do pick that one thing and apply it to the least intimidating part of their life so they can practice for the tougher part of their, of their life. That makes sense. That makes sense. And I practice is a big piece of hypnotherapy. So oftentimes in my work with clients, I will either pull a recording out of my library or make them a specific recording just for them to be able to re-listen to the kinds of things we've been working on in my office as, as their homework basically, you know, Hey, sit and chill out and listen to this 30 minute recording a couple of times this week in order to help their subconscious absorb the, the change. And for some of my clients, having that recording around provides sort of the perfect way for if they see that habit coming back up and they don't want it. Now they have a tool, they have a tool. They can pull it up again. They can play it again. They can be reminded of sort of why they've made that change and they're going into this new energy. And, and so that's recordings are the most common homework, if you will, that I, I assign my clients. I can't really imagine you assigning your clients a recording. No, I love homework, homework. Well, I don't love homework for myself. Right. Cause then I give it homework. Absolutely. <laughs> I've had a reading from you. <laughs> what I love about the homework is that the homework is tends to be a little bit disorienting. And because you're coming from this place of, of being a little bit unsure, there's an openness to it. It's like, ah, oh, give it a try. And from that place of openness and curiosity, like what the fuck, then um, I have to make sure that we get that. Uh, what's that, what's that rating that we have? The ex- oh, explicit yes. that I put it just for you, Cynthia. Thank you. So I have to make sure that we have the explicits in there is that, or the expl- expletives is that, um, is that they can see the clients can usually see a big difference. Now the shift can be small, but for them, it's a big difference by doing this odd little piece of homework. And so that's why I love homework. It's not about, um, actual homework it's the discoveries that people make when they actually give it a shot so like what's an example thing that you might assign to a client as a piece of homework i had someone um one time had to say thank you for everything they did and they actually had to um if whenever they received any kind of compliment they actually had to sit take two deep breaths say thank you and take two deep breaths and that's four deep breaths of being really uncomfortable and to see what, what that's like. Another one was what these are, this is my favorite one was um, there was this person who had a challenge with, with someone who always took their energy, you know, their energy was always drained. And so the homework was to complain as soon as that person said hello and to just start, (laughs) right. And just start complaining and whining and doing all these things. Now it's a double duty homework because 
the people who usually take in all that information, they have a hard time sharing themselves. And so they had to just complain. And then this is the best part. And then they say, I got to go. And they hang up. I love you. Thank oh, you so much wow. for calling me. And then I got to go. Yeah. So, and it's 10 minutes How to change max. the phone call. Yeah. Exactly. And it, cha- it shifts everything because then what happens is it shifts the role of, right. you know, of the two. Right. So that has been the most, the hardest. When, when who, um, this is one like me, the last one, the last example is that, they always had to be first, not that they have to be first, but if someone opens the door, you got to shoot through. So, you know, you got to be first, you got to be first. And it's okay to take that space and be first. And, you know, it's no, you don't have to wait five minutes for the next person to go through the door, shoot through and say, thank you as you breeze on by. So it looks like rudeness. It looks like all these other things, but what you're doing is that you're daring yourself to do something a little bit different. Well, I think that's part of the reason why I adore you, Cynthia, is you do have this, for lack of another word, since you brought up Scorpio, Scorpio's in your chart somewhere, you do have this little stinger part of you that is, it's totally part of you. It's totally part of you. And it's totally um, incorporated in the way you work with your clients. You like to send people a little off balance in order to help them open up in order to help make that change in order to kind of help that process move forward i think my style is a little different i'm maybe it's because i'm chinese butsy all water all water all water but my style tends to be more soft yes i love it i love that you're more soft and that you you recognize things that people don't want to say about themselves. So you, you applaud me every day we talk. I mean, how lucky am I? Right. And I always look at you and I'm like, Oh my God, I I haven't said anything nice to you. How, how dare I? Right. And that's who you are. You're, you're really lovely in that way and that you're always boosting while talking about the things that need to be worked on. And that's, that is a skill and a half. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah. was telling people yesterday they need to get better at receiving. I'm going to just receive and say Take two deep breaths. <laughs> Thank you. Feels good. So we've been on for quite a while. Let me remind everybody that they're listening to It's All Connected with me, Cynthia Varkavisser, and you, Michelle Walters. And we are going toe to toe, but not really. It's kind of like a big hug of hypnotherapy versus readings and uh i'm having a blast oh yeah oh yeah no this is a lot this is a lot of fun one of the differences that we talked about is how long a client is going to spend with each of us so my sessions are 60 to 90 minutes which might feel really long but they're that long in order to ensure that we have enough time to talk and do the work we need to do at the conscious level and then have plenty of time to do the work at the subconscious level in hypnosis. And what I found in working with hypnosis is particularly in the sessions where clients are bringing up emotional issues or really dealing with grief, challenge, parts of their personality that have kind of drifted away that they need to bring back. Sometimes it's really hard to know how much time somebody is going to need to work on that. 
And so that's part of the reason that at this moment in my practice, I have longish sessions so that I can make the space for that. And so that I could make enough space to ask people, ask people's subconscious, have we accomplished the work that we should today? Or is there something else we need to bring up? Because sometimes the subconscious all think as the, as the hypnotherapist that, okay, we're good. We've dealt with the self-confidence issue. We're ready. And then my client will say, no, we really need to talk more about fear. No, we really need to talk more about whatever. And I want to make sure that we have the space that we can to address those issues um, because we're working typically on things kind of one by one by one. Right, right. Your your sessions are shorter. My sessions are shorter depending on what people are looking for. So they can be 30 to 60 minutes. What I found is that people who have asked for 30 minute sessions are looking for something very specific that they just want to talk about. And it's just killing them in a certain way. So like a crisis, uh, it's like, a yes, yeah. yes. Or even if it's not a crisis, it's been on their mind long enough that they just want to be done with it or find a way to shift it. And for an hour, what I find is that we, Dig, we get to dig deeper and do a deeper dive. And what I find in the 60 minute sessions is that's just about enough time that people can handle before they get oversaturated. And everyone loves talking about themselves. I mean, I definitely do. And even then there's, there's only so much talking of self that people can handle. So well, you're working with people a lot of times on really deep issues and I, I know, as we were talking about this, like people might come to you for help with a perceived problem that they're not even really sure quite what's going on with it. You know, right. like, is my partner cheating or, um, does my mom have cancer or, right. you know, questions that, that, um, exist maybe in sort of the bigger one mind that's out there, but where your client doesn't necessarily know the answer or how to cope right 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 that's so, true I'm, they are big issues and so it is it is hard to it's not hard for me to hold space just like it's not hard for you to hold space i mean coming from that healer uh, mindset it's really easy to hold space because that's what we love to do right the both of us the uh, what i find is 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 that um you're right. It is emotional. It does take a certain amount of energy. And, you know, people, like I said, people love talking about themselves, but they don't want to talk about the work that they have to do. Not that they don't want to. There's just so much they can handle before they're, you know, before tap, before they tap out. There's that fighting. There's before that fighting. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really good at being in the rings. <laughs> it's just not really me. I, I'm more the type to sort of sit by the side of the river and, and watch the poo sticks float down. <laughs> <laughs> I love that too. I really do. Um, but I, I love that we are having this chat. Oh, the one thing that I love about hypnotherapy, and I just, I talk to you about this all the time when we talk about it, is getting into that 
space in which that you lead and people get to their self-discovery. And what we talked about, just as for the listeners, is that I always feel bad because as soon as Michelle starts starts talking, I go somewhere that's not with you. <laughs> so here's the truth, folks. Cynthia is a poor hypnotherapy subject. <laughs> this is not true of most people, but it is true of Cynthia. And I think that for Cynthia, it's because she has mastered or spent so much time in the mastery of her intuition and being self-guided when she's at that alpha level brain state that for her, it's very hard to follow the guided guided meditations or hypnosis. And that's a rather unusual thing. Um, most of the people I've worked with have no problem following my voice. They actually prefer it. Yes. But Cynthia is kind of that very special person <laughs> who is so used to being in that space. It's hard to follow someone else's direction. That's true. That's true. Um, the way I look at it is I was brought up by learning how to do readings that as soon as someone talks that the guided is in quotes and that you go where you need to go in your imagination. What's really important though is in hypnotherapy is to follow Michelle's voice so that she can lead you down the path of all the things that you want to heal, or at least the one thing that you want to heal for today. And I'm not saying that I don't get healed by Michelle's um, uh, hypnotherapy sessions because I do. I just don't do it in the way that um, is textbook with hypnotherapy. So <laughs> I don't like telling people where did I, you know, what happened because I'm really happy. I get to, I get to see all these things and Michelle really did guide me. It just didn't, it just didn't happen in the way that it happens for other people. I think it's the best. Way I to think say. that's largely based on your extreme depth of, of your intuition and your extreme trust in your intuition. Most people I know do not have the level of faith and confidence in their intuition that you do, because that's your job. That's, that's what you do for people. Part of what I need to do as I work with people is help build that faith and trust in their own intuitions, because I really do see it as a societal problem mm. that we have undervalued the skill of intuition. Right. And, and that's part of what makes many people suffer, not everyone, but it's part of what makes many people suffer that they don't want to listen to that inner voice or they're they're scared to take action based on that inner voice when really nothing bad would happen if they did no no it does it adds a flavor to your life right when you do as a hypnotherapist you do use your intuition as you lead people as you guide them and i love that about you i love that you have the the umbrella of hypnotherapy, that you have the energy of a healer and that you um, come in trusting your own intuition to lead people 
where they need to go for their sessions, which is, I, I find unusual for hypnotherapy. I, I don't know if that's unusual or not, but I really appreciate that with you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, um, I learned a lot about my intuition from you, my friend. <laughs> I did. But what I realized is that my bigger gift is to be able to use it as I work with clients and figure out how to help them come to see the clues, see the steps, see the guidance for themselves of what they want to do in terms of mind shifting. Right, right. So what do you think? Do you think we have any other differences to talk about for today? No, I think we pretty much covered it. All right, well, I'm, the, I'm the easygoing one. You're the one to pick the fights. So right. <laughs> I don't pick the fights. I poke, poke, poke. Poke, 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 poke. Yeah, I poke, poke, poke. Um, what do you got going on uh, in the coming future? I am doing more hypnosis for sales. And I'm also continuing to do my monthly Nourish and Flourish uh, one Friday of the month at noon, where we do an online group hypnosis for free. I love And it. you, what's coming up? I am doing my bi-weekly chilling chat online so that people can talk about their intuition, their challenges, find solutions. And I have an end of year um, two day experience coming up, which is align yourself with 2023. So actually I want to call it convergence and uh, where your energy converges with that of 2023 so that we can hit the ground running. Oh, that sounds fantastic, Cynthia. Yeah. That sounds like a Super lot of exciting. fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Come. Is that an online thing or an offline thing? You know what? I'm so glad you asked. It's actually in person in San Francisco. In, Terrific. Uh, yeah. Second weekend of November. And there's more details to follow. Um, in my website, CynthiaVarkavisser.com. Wait, where are we going to find you? You're going to find me at my website, MichelleWalters.net. And you'll <laughs> find my classes on my classes page. I love it. Hey, we need to insta each other more. So <laughs> I just should. realized that. <laughs> <laughs> we should. There are a lot of things we should do, Cynthia. No shortage yeah. of those things. Yeah, that's for next time. All right. Thanks to our listeners. You have been listening to It's All Connected with Cynthia Varkavisser, intuitive healer, and me, Michelle Walters, hypnotherapist. Please, please, please subscribe to our podcast and download some of these great episodes. We've talked to some wonderful people and we have even more wonderful guests coming up. Thanks. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to it's all connected.